Welcome everybody to the Bakery Bears radio show. My name's Dan. And my name's Kay. And we're so happy to be back. Oh yes, finally. For the first time in months, we've got three shows back to back without any problems. It's marvellous. Yes. Yes. Now, last time we discussed at length the truth of Tutankhamun. And I loved that. That was a great chat, mm. Kay. Yes, I could have gone on. And well, on. <laughs> well, we'll give you a certain amount of an opportunity to go on because what sort of triggered this episode today is your beliefs around the pyramids. Oh. Now, we spoke about this at length in episode seven. If you want to hear, you know, Kay's full-on in-depth thoughts around mm. who built the pyramids, go back and have a listen to episode seven because it's an absolute corker. But you would say that that is perhaps a conspiracy theory. Would you sort of say it is? I suppose so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess. Because um, society is trying to make you believe that the Egyptians that the, did. Yes. Whereas, yeah. I don't think the Egyptians built them. Well, Kay's thoughts on that triggered today's episode because what I thought it would be fun to talk about is because there are so many of these is conspiracy theories and what makes them so enticing. So that is what we'll be discussing today. But to do that, we need to get out on our walk. So I will don my shoes and uh, we will, you will of course turn on your tracker. My tracker? Yes, your, your run keeper. Well, yeah, once we start walking, I will. You will, yes. Yes. Um, and we will get walking, so yeah, we'll see you in a second. Happy birds. Oh, they've been and cut the grass. They have. What a mess they've left. Yeah, well, that's because we haven't had the man with the blower yet. No, that's right. He will come along with his blower and he will blow all the, the grass from the path onto, onto the grass. Back onto the grass. Yes. Smells very grassy. Uh, it all, I mean, the pollen count's high today, actually. Yeah. I, I noticed that. Ryan has been sneezing like a devil. Already? No, just generally. Oh, so not today? No. Right, she hasn't good. sneezed today. Well, that's great because I gave her a pill. Oh, right, good. Because. I just, well, I could tell as soon as I woke up. I could smell it in the air. It was literally all over the road and everywhere. I mean, when I was young, I remember I had a friend as well who used to get hay fever terribly. Yeah, my sister did, actually. Used to end up in tears. She doesn't so much these days. I think with age, it's waned, but... Yeah, and it's a terrible thing. I get it a little bit. Right. And you used to get it terribly. Yes, and then I think as we spoke about yeah. before on the radio show, chemotherapy resolved it. Yeah. Oh, look. Oh, here he is, cutting the grass. Yeah, now, this is the coolest vehicle ever. It's like some sort of space-aged floating thing. Oh, he's finished now and he's going onto the road. I just don't believe that he doesn't love his job. No, I mean, it looks great fun, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They speed around. Oh, no, look. Oh, there's look. two of them. It's like, it's a duo, it's like a, a duo of grass cutters. Yeah, should we go around the yeah, bottom? Yeah, we'll go around the other. That one at the front had a litter picker in his hand as oh, well. Oh, did he? I wonder if he was, or I wonder if that's to sort of pick up stuff that's going to get in the blades get or something. Caught in the blades, yeah. yeah. Gosh, it looks like he's. Wow. You've, they've just mowed it ready for, um, you Cricket. know, you know, for the animals. You know, when oh, you right. see where they mow the hay. Yeah. It was so long. That's what it looks like. It always reminds me when I sort of smell and see grass cut like this. My brothers used to play cricket when I was young for York and we used to go to the matches. Yeah. And it just reminds me of that because they would always cut the grass right before the match. Yeah, yeah. And my mum used to score 
And I remember, yeah, I remember being fascinated by that mm. and fascinated by how, well, it's when I learned what a maiden over was. I don't know. Oh, no, I do. Let me guess. Is it an over where they don't score anything? That's correct. But <gasps> the question, yeah, that, so that's brilliant. You, you, you've done brilliantly. But why is it called a maiden? A maiden. Yes. A maiden, fair maiden. I don't, well, a maiden, I suppose, is you someone who's... You could set off down a real track yeah, here. You this could, is quite I'm cool. thinking something. Oh, there are the bin lorries here. It's all good. Oh. oh, what's that? So what is a maiden over? Is it because a maiden is someone who's like not married and therefore is pure? Well, do you know what I'm saying? I, I like all these things and perhaps all of these <laughs> things. I mean, I, I don't know now. I, I, you know, it could be that all of these things play into it, but I'll tell you the reason why. When you are scoring in cricket, you, do you know how it's done? There's like a piece of paper. I think, and, well, not really, but I know vaguely how scoring works. What happens when you score cricket is there's like a piece of paper and for mm. each over there's a box. Right. And in the box what you do is if they don't score any runs you put a dot. Yeah. If they do score runs you put how many runs they've scored. So right. if they hit a six you would write a six. Yes. Um, and what you do is if that's the piece of paper and that's the square that you're going to yeah. put the dot in each over has six balls in it. Right. So what you would do is, if there was a maiden, you would go dot, dot, dot. Right. And then dot, dot, dot. Yeah. So you'd have two lines like that. Right. And so you could see very quickly at the end of the game how many maidens there were. Yeah. You would draw up the line that you'd made. Right. You'd then do a, 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 the middle bit of the M in the middle. Oh, right. And then draw down the other side. So it makes an M. It was done to make it easy to see. Oh, right, okay. Now, you see, the thing is though, I really like what you've said. Right. With regards to, and I bet you, looking back through time, because it's interesting that they chose the word maiden. Yeah. And I'd never really stopped and considered it before, but I'd be willing to bet that you're right. Yeah. It's got something to do about being pure. Yeah. 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 Enough about cricket. Although yes. I love cricket and I could talk about it forever. Mm, I'm not sure I could talk about it ever. I don't mind it. We're here to talk about conspiracy theories because really, I mean, I don't know what the first one you became aware of was, although I'd be willing to bet I know. <sighs> but no, okay. right the way through my life, I've sort of always been aware of them. And I think everyone is. I'd be willing to bet most people are aware of at least one conspiracy theory. I'm sure, yeah, yeah. And, you know, in getting ready for this show I did a little bit of research and there's a professor Chris French at Goldsmiths University Where's in that? London. Oh in London right. And he is um, he's a psychologist uh -huh. and what they do is or, or what he's been doing is for years he's been studying conspiracy theories and why people you know go in for them so full-on and yeah um, and that you know in itself i find really interesting because if you've got universities studying them yeah then they must be like seriously but w what would you say is the first because i know of i know mm. of at least two conspiracy theories that are what three conspiracy theories that are prevalent within your family really yes um, we'll touch on at least one of them today. Right. Um, well, I suppose it's JFK, isn't it? 
th that you would think is the number one. Yeah, you? yeah. And certainly in all the things I found, that does seem to be the number one one. But yeah, can, I mean, we'll talk. And the pyramids. Who built the yes. pyramids? Although, do you know what? I found probably the most read article on conspiracy theories was in Time magazine, mm. and I'll link it in the show notes, and it never mentions the pyramids one. Really? Interesting. Other ones do, right. but the Time one, which was the most read one, so I don't know if that's as mm. wide a conspiracy theory Maybe as... Maybe it's not. But Maybe it's not. It should be. Is there any others though, Kay? I'm sure there is, but I can't think... Oh, there's a Whopper, which you can't think of. A Whopper? No, I can't think of it. Well, i tell you what we'll do. We will... Because what I thought would be fun is to sort of um, count down what I've found. And now, you know, folks, if you go and research this yourself, I'm sure you'll find lots of other information about lots of other different things. But in all the places I've looked, these tend to be the top five conspiracy theories which are the most popular. And the first one, mm -hmm. would you believe, and I did have a sort of vague recollection of this, supposedly... Paul McCartney, this is a conspiracy theory. Okay. Paul McCartney died in 1966. Oh, I've heard this, yeah. In a, in a terrible car crash. Yeah. Right before the Beatles started doing Sergeant Peppers. Right. And Sergeant Peppers is full of clues that let you know that Paul died and um, that he was replaced. By a robot. No, no, no. He's replaced by someone with the same... I mean, it was really funny reading about it because it was like saying, oh, they, you know, they found someone with the same uh, singing voice and the oh, same jovial gosh. personality. Oh, get on. Um, and this guy is called Billy Shears. Right. <laughs> I love the fact that he's even got a name. Yeah. But this is a big thing, you know. People are really sort of... Really, really have gone into this oh, in this depth. Oh, this seems ridiculous. To the point of... You know that one where they're crossing a road, that, yes, that picture? Yes, yes, yes. Well, um... Abbey Road, isn't it? All of them are walking in step. Yeah. Apart from Paul. Right. And all of them are dressed in dark clothes, apart from Paul who's dressed in white. Right. And also, Paul hasn't got any shoes on. Do you not think that's just an artistic thing, though? Like well, a funky artistic thing? I don't know, thing? because I haven't... Uh, this is what I read. What, so he's saying he's like alien to the rest of them, because it's not actually him. They yeah. just managed to find someone who looks exactly like him, who sings exactly like him, and is the exact same age. I suppose that the, the, the question would be, is if you've gone to such great effort to find someone... I suppose what, what the conspiracy theorists would argue is perhaps the band were forced by, by the man, <laughs> you know, oh, by, by the record companies to accept him as a member. Right. And they were trying to in their pictures and in their, because the other, the other one is if you play back certain songs on Sergeant Pepper's backwards, you can supposedly hear oh, yeah, I've heard that, a yeah. voice saying, Paul is dead. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard that. Oh, goodness. It's, it's Do you a, believe this? No, of course not. No, I mean, I can't. I find it very hard to believe that that's true. Well, that is a, a massively believed conspiracy theory. Right. The next one on the list, this is where I think it does start to get quite interesting, is that the world is controlled by secret societies. Yes. Most notably, the two that sort of come out 
on the top of the list are the Illuminati. Yeah. Which I didn't know is a sect that started life in 18th century Germany. Yeah, Bryony knows all about the Illuminati for some reason. I'm not quite sure, sure how she knows all about it, but she does. Uh, so the Illuminati is one. And also, i tell you what is interesting, because the other one, which I'm sure you could guess if we sort of stopped and thought about it for a minute, is the Freemasons. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the two groups that sort of are the top of the list yeah. of the supposed secret societies that control the world are the Illuminati and the Freemasons. And this wasn't actually written in the article that I read about this. Yeah. This is something which I've put together myself what I'm about to tell you and this is where things do start to get interesting because the Illuminati supposedly came up with on the American one dollar bill oh, yes. there is that shape yes yes and the Illuminati supposedly came up with that shape the triangle thing yeah 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 the thing is though the Freemasons also use that shape they do and yep. that I think is quite interesting mm. and quite sort of yeah, I, it, I wouldn't rule this theory out completely. No. I, I mean, it sounds bizarre, but I guess the reason I wouldn't... Well, I don't know what the real reason is, but I just, I don't know, I just wouldn't rule it out completely. If you sort of look at the way that life works, it's all... Well, it's not all. A lot of the time, it's wheels within wheels, isn't it? Mm. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. friends who know people yeah, who... Yeah. Um, the further up you go, you know, imagine, you know, if you think about the places where you've worked yeah. and how things have worked there yeah. and people who've got jobs and promotions and all oh, those yeah. things. Well, it's not what you know, is it? It's who you know. Yeah. And it's the same in every setting. And so the further up that you go in any organisation, the smaller the group gets, doesn't it? Yes. You know, yes. we know an awful lot about banking because we both yes. worked in banking yeah. and there was loads of branch managers yep. and less area managers yeah. and only one CEO. Yeah. And now someone's picking up a skip. Gosh, it's, it's very noisy out <laughs> today, everyone. Oh, lordy, lordy. I do apologise for all the very noisy people today. Welcome to the world. Yeah. Well, certainly the world that we live the in now. The world now. I think yes. it just seems so strange to us because things have not been like this for yeah. so long. And now that everything seems to be a little bit more normality, but saying that it's not really. No, um, no. I think it is very believable that you know, if you imagine that the world is effectively like a workplace, mm. the further up you get within the world, the people who are mm. in control of keeping the world turning. And I guess it's just like with the Freemasons, everything's so secretive, isn't it? Yes. And I think when something is secretive, it does cause this kind of thing, isn't it? Theories will start well, cropping up as to why I mean, it's so secretive. The Freemasons are, I think, an absolutely fascinating organisation. Yeah, I think they would call themselves a um, sort of like a charitable, charitable yeah. type yeah, thing. Well, they of course were born out of the Knights Templar mm. and the Knights Templar were a very interesting organisation because they were the they people... certainly weren't charitable, were they? They were in it for the money, weren't they? No, the Knights Templar were, were, were charitable. Oh, were they? Yeah, they were. because they did the banking thing. But what the Knights Templar wanted to do was, around about the time of the Crusades 
and also people going on, you know, trips to the Holy Land. They wanted to make it safe. Yeah. So they would, you know, like patrol the routes to keep people safe, to keep pilgrims safe who were right. going to the Holy Land. Right. And also, you know, what these pilgrims wanted was a safe way to have money. Mm. And so, of course, Kay, you're absolutely right. They were the first people to sort of invent the, the, the banking system yeah, yeah. with regards to you could pay in to the Knights Templar in France and then... And then take it back yeah. out in Spain. Yeah, 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 head yeah. off to yeah. wherever you were going and then w withdraw it out again. Yeah. Um, so, you know, as time went on, maybe they did become... I mean, I've certainly not read any history books that paint them in a particularly bad light. No, I think I just presumed because it yeah. was the banking thing. I just presumed it was like modern day banks, but obviously that's not the case. Well, as the story goes, the Knights Templar arrived at Jerusalem and they found something. Yes. And they found something very interesting mm. that they wanted to protect. Mm. And they supposedly took it back to France, actually. Right. And they hid it yeah. in the hills in the Pyrenees, yeah. in the French Pyrenees. Um, and out of this organisation, I mean, I, I could really talk for a long time about the Knights Templar, but out of this organisation come the Freemasons. Yeah and they're protecting this thing they're protecting this thing mm -hmm. but also as well where the freemasons get very personal to me is my stepdad yeah is well was was a freemason, freemason yeah he was and he they had the because they wear aprons when they yeah, go to their dinners yeah. and he kept it, i remember he kept it in a like a wooden box with a lock on it right and He's never really spoken about it. No, he hasn't. I've asked him a couple of times because he's, he hasn't been in it, has he, for quite some time. No. But I've asked him about it sort of casually around the dinner table a couple of times, but he won't say anything, which is just odd, isn't it? Well, it's interesting. It's interesting, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, I guess we don't like mysteries, do we? That's the thing. It's the, uh, the, the, the church as well in London is really interesting. Oh, the, yeah. The, the Temple yeah. Church. Which, of course, was famous. You see, what... what famous in the Da Vinci Code, Yes. I mean, I think that's where this conspiracy theory really starts to take flight because yeah. Dan Brown was yeah. very clever in... He was. ...taking that story and yeah. giving it real legs. And But, like we've said, the world is wheels within wheels and I think we'd be crazy not to think that there was some truth in that one. Yeah. But then, you know, we then do start to get on to... Oh, oh, there's another corker, actually, Kay. This is a really widely believed thing, supposedly. The world is controlled by a reptilian elite. Oh, goodness. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, kings and queens. And where uh, are they? Oh, they're everywhere. They're all around us. Ah, oh, I've yes. never seen one. Well, they're all the people in power. They're actually reptiles. They are, indeed. Right. And, and there's been, you know, books written about this and, you know, real sort of... Um, there's, there's a lot of information out there about this. Okay. And everything sort of sounds quite good until you find out the name of the person who really started to push this conspiracy theory out there in about 1998. Yeah. David Icke. Oh, he's crazy, isn't he? No. What's so funny about I David Icke? I used to Icke? watch him doing the sport. Yes. He was really good. I know. And he turns out to be some very odd thinking person. Yeah. I mean, I remember, he was on Grandstand, wasn't he? Yeah. 
I remember watching him like you as a kid, and I remember thinking, what a great guy. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, I mean, just I don't... this is the thing you just never know, do you, with, with what's going on in I people's bet there was a brains? Trigger. There must have been a trigger that, that set him off. Maybe, or maybe it had always been there and he just kept it sort of buried. Maybe so. Well, th- th- that one for me is just the best. That's, That's fun, that one, isn't it? It's really fun. You see, the funny thing is, though, and this is perhaps one of the reasons why conspiracy theories are so enticing, is is there a part, just a tiny part of your brain that's saying, I wonder if that's true? Well, I, there always is with me, there always is. Some people, I would, I would think not, they would just instantly dismiss it, but I do tend to think, oh, could that be true? Well, out, outwardly, I instantly dismissed it, but there is a tiny part of my mm. brain saying, what if it's true? Mm-hmm. Now, we then get on to the one, which is the one that you forgot. Because oh. there's someone in your family that believes this wholeheartedly. Right. And that is that the moon landings were faked. Oh, goodness, yes. My sister thinks that the moon landings didn't happen. Yeah, now, that's true. Th- this is one that I think you could easily believe. And again... Well, yeah, I mean, it would, it would be back in that time... It would have kind of been easy to to fake it, wouldn't it, I think? Well, as the story goes, the Americans were getting very concerned that the Russians were so far ahead in the space race. And they were, weren't they? They were literally on their tails. And then, supposedly, what happened was... These leaves are very slippy. Yes. Sorry. (laughs) They approached Stanley Kubrick. Oh, right. Who helped them create the fake images <laughs> that right. showed they landed on the moon. Okay. Now, of course, the smoking gun in this theory mm. was the flag, yes. which was flying in the wind. But it wasn't in the wind. It was like... It, was, it had well, a rod it on had it. had a rod. Correct. Yeah. But it did look... You, you could, If you looked at it in isolation... Yeah, it looked like it was sort of flapping in the wind. It but did. If they hadn't put that rod in it, it would have... Because there's no atmosphere, it would have just yeah, no one laid... Would have seen it. Yeah. You know, straight down, you would, it would have, you wouldn't have been able to see the flag. It would have looked nuts. Yeah. So, you know, that sort of immediately blows an awful lot of it out of the water. But for me, the thing which absolutely blows it out of the water is, I mean, first of all, those poor astronauts tragically yeah. dying on, on the platform. Yeah. yeah. Um, but th- th- I think it's Apollo 13 which blows it out of the water. Yeah. Because no one watched Apollo 13. You know, no, I don't no. mean the film. No, I know what you mean. People no had lost interest yes. because it had already happened, and that's so sad, isn't it? It is, it's really sad, but it's not just Apollo 13. Apollo 13 is the highest profile one that's easy to point to, but there were so many other missions that kept yeah, on going. Yeah. And if no one was watching, if no one was interested, why would you carry on True. going to the expense yeah, and the effort yeah. to fake something? You wouldn't, would you? Well, no, you no. wouldn't do. So, you know, you do have to... Um, but I think if we sort of sat down with her and spoke about it, I think she'd, she'd still uphold that it was fake. My sister? Yes. Oh, yeah. She is a little bit bonkers, though, has got to. I've got to add that into the mix. What does Mark think of it? Oh, he thinks it happened. Right. My, my brother is... He's very intelligent, my brother, but he's never really done anything with the intelligence, unfortunately. I feel like he could have been a mad professor. Yeah. I can totally see that. Um, but he isn't. He works for the NHS, which is admirable. Yeah. Um, but not 
what I expected him to go into really is done. Yeah. He started a physics degree right. with the Open University. Right. Um, so, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's got a brain, yeah. but he's very into, um, he used to be madly into like um, UFOs and everything. Yeah. <laughs> And really, he used to write articles in UFO magazines and all things like that. I didn't realise Mark had done a physics, or started a physics He thing. started doing it at Open University a few years ago, yeah, but he never finished it. Not sure why, I think he just lack of time, I think. Um, but yeah, he, he believes that the moon landings happen. Yeah. I certainly do as well. <laughs> yes, I, I, well, I do too. How and it's been, I mean, it's been marvellous to see all the things that have been going on this year. Mm. Without just, we were just looking this morning and at some new telescope finding new, or being able to see planets in a whole different way. Mm. And of course, mm. the Elon Musk rocket <gasps> That was thing, amazing. Which was just yeah. marvellous. That was just so great. But then we get on to... Um, the real sort of meaty ones and mm. the, the, the first one of which is the JFK thing because mm. for as long it's as it's a huge thing this. well it is it's a huge, huge thing and for as long as I can remember even before the film because I remember seeing a film from years ago that was sort of going into the whole JFK thing yeah and it's difficult to imagine what that must I suppose the closest we can get to it is when Lady Diana was yeah well, when she died. When she died, yeah. That's, yeah. I suppose, the closest... Because there's a conspiracy theory around that as well, isn't there? There is. And that was also on the list. Yeah. Oh, right. OK. It wasn't in the top five, but it was It was certainly up there. Yeah. Really? Now, you would have thought that those gentlemen were actually walking with us. No, no. <laughs> no. Some distance away, but just extremely noisy. <laughs> Look at that yellow bird. Yeah, I'm just walking past the aviary in the park. Wow. And lovely birds. And I love, there's two ducks in here. One half of it has got like sort of cute little birds, like budgies and parrots and things. And the other half's got ducks and chickens. And there's two ducks that are just hilarious. They look like Jemima's puddle duck ducks. Right. And I love them. They're not stood up at the moment. They're sat down. They're so cute. I always think ducks look so cute, cozy when they're all curled all up. All tucked up, yeah. Certainly the Oliver Stone film must have... Yeah, I mean, it's a very good film, isn't it? And really makes you think. It really does, but when you start to sort of delve into the, the, the facts a bit more, mm. he did make certain leaps in that film that oh, to try and, like yeah, the Donald I'm Sutherland sure. character didn't exist. Uh, yeah, yeah. He brought him in to try and sew it all up so that yeah. he could have a, yeah. a really good finale. I, I think... Um, there's been so many programmes made about it over the years. Uh-huh. And the, the one which I think stood out as the most believable from my point of view is, do you remember we watched that one where they thought that a guy behind one of the, one of the guys in the mm. escort vehicles had shot him here. Accidentally. Yeah. Yeah. Be, yeah. Because obviously there was total pandemonium going yeah. on. Yeah. And, well... But That's a possibility. It is, it is. I think though that when you, I was just listening to a show, it was an American football show the other day. And you know, amazing how even, I mean, this just shows you 
how current it still sort of is. Mm. But an American football chef starts talking about the JFK assassination. Nice. Because he'd been to Dallas and oh. he'd wanted to go. I know, we'd love to go. Yeah. We? And yeah. he said he went up to, and they have the window open. Really? So, first of all, so you can see. Which window it is. Yes. Right. But also, what he, um, what he said was he went up and he looked out the window and he looked down and right. he felt that it wasn't, he said it wasn't as far as you would have thought. Right. And, you know, it, it, the, the, he was saying that the whole, you know, oh, he couldn't have made the shot business. Mm. Perhaps what wasn't as sort of believable now after he'd been and looked, mm. but what he did say, which I found really sort of interesting was, he said, but if you were going to put anyone anywhere, it would be on the grassy knoll. Absolutely. And, and this is someone who'd been there and seen it. Yeah. I mean, personally, I, I don't think Lee Harvey Oswald shot JFK. I, you know, just from a sort of evidence point of view, I think. And yeah, carry on. I just, it just doesn't seem plausible to me. You know, he wasn't the only one that got shot in the car, was he? No, um, no the guy funded was, as well. Yeah, I mean, there was lots of injuries and obviously seeing the Zabruder film as well. Yeah. I think pretty much all of us will have seen that at some point. I think it's the most watched film um, in history. Yeah, I know. And we saw that film. Oh, so terrible that to watch great it. film. So terrible. Oh, what's it called? Parkland. Yeah, we've watched that as well. It's yeah. a tremendous movie. And just everything that happened immediately after. Yeah. With, with the way that they... Just the way that it was dealt with and the way that they dealt with his body. And it just... I don't know, it just it doesn't make sense to me. And also, then Lee Harvey Oswald got shot. I mean, why would they do that? Why would someone do that? I can yeah. only think, you know, people will say, oh, it's because, you know, he, he was he wanted to shoot him because he deserved shooting because he just shot the president. Yeah. That doesn't wash with me, really. I think people would more want justice for him if, if that's what had actually happened rather than him just being murdered. What um, that did was, it, it seemed to tie things up in a neat little bow. Yeah, it absolutely did, you know. And if he's not there, he can't, he can't talk and he swore blind, didn't he? That, and of course people say, well, of course he said he didn't do it. But people saw him, like, in the restaurant, in, in the sort of, in the dining room. Yeah. Minutes before he was shot and he was just sat there drinking a Coke. I yeah. mean. Things like that, it just, it doesn't wash with me really. I've no idea what did happen. I've got various theories in my head, but I certainly don't think it was a one man job. Well, if, if you recall, I got really, really into this. And there was the so-called tramps. Yeah. They took that photo of. Yeah. They, you know, if, if, if ever you're gonna see a picture of some hitmen, Yeah. <laughs> that's what they would look like. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 supposedly, again, the, the, the smoking gun in, in that theory was the fact that their shoes were all yeah, they did not really look, smart shoes. You know, there's no way these people were tramps. They were in good clothes, decent shoes, they all had hats on, very, you know, quite smart looking. Yeah. It's ludicrous to think that people will believe that. But the thing is, you know, you tell a big enough lie enough times, 
people just believe it, don't they? Yes. It's, but it is true. It is true. The, 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 the Unfortunately, big, it is true. The bigger the lie, the more people believe it. Yeah. I got really, really into this whole thing a few years ago, and I downloaded the... Oh, um, did, yeah. I downloaded the court records. The Warren from, Report, wasn't it? Didn't uh, you I downloaded that? the Warren Report, but yeah. then what I was doing at night you know in, in my reading time was uh, i you can download these they're, they're, they're yeah, available yeah. online it's the jim garrison right the 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 person who's oh, typing yeah, yeah. so yeah. i was reading those right and i mean that that is a very surreal experience to read yeah. any court documents in a serious you know in yeah, a serious yeah, case yeah and I scared myself, yeah, quite, yeah. quite badly scared remember, myself, to the point of I was genuinely concerned that someone somewhere would have been monitoring what I'd been yeah, doing, yeah. and that Jack Bauer was about to swing through the bedroom window, <laughs> and uh, I was about to disappear off and ne never yeah, to be seen again. Yeah. But th I mean, that just shows you the, the, the scale of it, and, the... and also how far-reaching. Yeah, because. Of all, you know, when people talk to me about, you know, an era when you would have liked to have lived, I do think, and your dad used to say this too, yeah. the 50s into the 60s. Yeah, my dad said the 50s were the best time he, he ever knew. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the interesting thing about it is, of course, you had so many, there was lots of positive things going on, but there was also lots of tragic things going on and lots of scary things going on, like the Cuban Missile Crisis. Oh gosh, yeah. You know, so I remember talking to my mum about that. Oh, people absolutely believed, didn't they, that a nuclear bomb was coming? Yeah, yeah, my, my mum said, said absolutely that. Yeah. She, there was one weekend when they thought, and that's another great movie, a Kevin Costner film. I think it's called 14 Days. Yeah. And uh, that also, the guy that you like, is married to the older lady. Oh. Bruce Greenwood. Yeah, Bruce Greenwood's Ooh, the president. And the guy from Desperate Housewives is uh, right. Robert Kennedy, and he looks just oh, like yeah, him. Yeah, he does, he does. He's frightening, actually. Yeah. What I was, was particularly sort of interested to read around this, going back to the Professor Chris French's um, uh, analysis of conspiracy theories and why, you know, some take hold so well. Yeah. What he said is in, in his, and he's been supposedly, he's been um, studying these for an awful long time. And he has concluded that human beings are really good at seeing patterns. Right. And because we're really good in seeing patterns, mm. we apply that process to everything. Right. And sometimes we'd be right but other times we'd be wrong. And where he feels that conspiracy theories take off is when you've got something happening, which is effectively chaos. It's like chaos theory. Yeah. You know, sometimes in the world, think Jeff Goldblum's character in there. Uh, yes, yes. You know, the world is a very chaotic place. He was a chaotician, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, the world's a very chaotic place. At any point, random acts can happen yeah. without any one pre-planning yeah, without yeah. any reason yeah. and what we tend to do is we tend to look for reason to try and sort of um, find safety yeah. in times of great stress. Mm. I think the thing that I like the most in what he's saying there is he's not saying that any of these conspiracy theories aren't true. What he's saying is 
we look for and we're good at seeing sequences and, mm -hmm. and linking mm -hmm. things together and sometimes we get it right mm -hmm. but sometimes we get it wrong and there's no way that every one of these conspiracy theories is true because there seems to be a conspiracy theory that fixes every period of sort of stress yeah. and yeah. And, um, and chaos in the world mm -hmm. and you know what I was sort of touching on before I, I wouldn't want to experience this, but then there's another part of you that thinks, um, and this, this, I mean, it does link you in to an awful lot of what people have said recently, and that is looking back at 2020, yeah. people will talk about this year for generations to come. Yes. And we are most definitely living through history. Mm, mm. And you wonder if, if certain elements of how we're feeling now would feel similar because I can't imagine what it would feel like to suddenly have your your president killed. Yeah. And how? Yeah. I mean, that. Would, I mean, just imagine. Especially when he was he was he was so loved. I think wasn't he for? Yeah. From the sort of American people, like you know, the impression I get is that he was loved by a lot of people. Well, you, you see, the, the, and even there's if he, good, even and, if he there's wasn't, good and bad in everybody. Yeah, I mean, even if he wasn't a popular president, it was such a shocking thing. Yeah. It's such a hugely shocking thing. Yeah. And especially in a time when, you know, because there was that visual with the Zabruder film and, yeah. uh, you know, television was fairly new, wasn't it, really? Yeah, it was, yeah. And I think to... I, I don't know how soon people started to see that film. I'm guessing it was squirreled away yeah. for quite some time. But it's just such a, it was just such a shocking thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it, I mean, it, it really was. And imagine, I mean, it, imagine if poor Abraham Sapruda hadn't been there because Absolutely, that camera yeah. was quite new. Yeah, yeah, he bought it, I think, for that, yeah. hadn't he? Yeah. I think you're right, because that is, of course, that part of the, the storyline in Parkland. Yeah, yeah. And it, I mean, imagine that how stressful that must yeah. have been, where you had people coming and trying to get that film. Yeah. And they did. They took it from him, didn't they? They did. They did. I mean, just. Oh. So. I think that you know the the, the sort of. Uh, sorry. I don't want to get all stuck to my shoes. I nearly went across the grass because I'll end up with grass all through the house. Instinctively, <laughs> what I do when I'm running, I don't know why. Um, but I think uh, conspiracy theories are great fun to sort of think about and to give your brain mm, mm. Uh, activity. I, I, I really do, you know. I, I think it's. I love a mystery. I do. Like, I do enjoy thinking about a mystery. And perhaps that is another reason why these things are so popular because yeah. as human beings it's sort of fun you know the, the whole Egypt thing mm. that takes up such a huge amount of both mine and yours. I do think about it quite often yeah well it is it, it's, and I, I sort of randomly get absorbed back into it and watch a load of things on it I think it's when you look at you know there's so much oh what am I doing it's taking his shoes off outside He's all confused. We're back. We're back. It always seems to be two miles and seven. Amazing. No, well, it's not always when I walk. It's 2.07 miles this right. time. So, folks, we've made it back. Oh, yes. And I've had a lovely walk. Thank you so much. It didn't rain. We've been having nope. very much a English summer, which we love. Mm. But today it did not rain. We managed to get around without it. And, well, thank you so much. 
thanks for listening everyone maybe yes. it's just got your brain whirling a little bit and Which next time always good. if you want to get your brain whirring there's been so much going on with space recently mm. as we spoke about just a moment ago and you know as we mentioned with the the the, uh, the moon landings and then potentially being faked I thought it would be fun next time for us to talk about, is there anybody out there, Kay? Oh, goodness. Right. <laughs> There's some amazing pictures being found just recently of a solar system which looks unbelievably like ours. It's the first time they've ever been able to sort of look at it really closely. And it's a subject which has always fascinated me. Mm -hmm. And I think it's something that we've spoken about before. Mm, so that's yeah. what we'll be delving into when we see you next time. Cool. But for now, thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everyone. I hope we'll you had a nice walk. Yes, and we'll see you next time for more. See you soon. Bye. Bye. The Bakery Bears radio show is brought to you by Bakery Bear Productions and is made possible by our Bakery Bear patrons. Find out how you can join our Bakery Bear community, access more of what we do, and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash.